It's time to venture into the filmverse, a movie fan podcast where we dive into the vast expanses of cinema and report our findings. I'm Mitchell Chandler. And I'm Bryce Payne. And today on the 12th episode of Into the Filmverse, we will be discussing the Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, Oscar Best Picture winners from Here to Eternity and On the Waterfront, and various content we watch throughout the week. Be sure to join us on Letterboxd, the social network film lovers. You can find Bryce Payne at Payne Reviews, P-A-Y-N-E Reviews. And me, Mitchell Chandler, at Mitch Reviews. Mitch is spelled with M-Y-T-C-H. Before we dive into our weekly movie watches, we're going to go into the movie news, the segment of our show where we discuss the breaking stories in the world of cinema. But guess what? There are no stories this week. There hasn't been a whole lot of movie news uh, to report. But as always, uh, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian, uh, newest episode this week was uh, titled The Jedi, and that was Mandalorian Season 2, Episode 5. Which I actually watched yesterday, so look at that. I took me a little bit, but I got there. But you got there, exactly. <laughs> we can talk about it. Um, so if you do not want to know any spoilers for the newest episode of Mandalorian, that, or well, I guess the previous week's episode of Mandalorian, Episode 5, uh, then please skip ahead. Five minutes starting now. Grogu! Yeah, so... Grogu! You, like, when you first told me you didn't really like the way the lightsabers looked in this episode, I was like... Yeah, maybe. And I was watching it, I was like, I like it. Oh, it's good. Oh, that's fair. I don't, well, I mean, that's fair that you liked it. Like, I, I, I just don't like white lights. I don't like the white lightsabers. I get what they symbolize, you know, like the. I, I just, I don't know. It's like, it's unique. I'm like, I'm okay with it. It is. I just, I, I don't think I've ever been a fan of it. Just like, it just seems too bland. Okay. So, <laughs> we just started this off like that. Okay. So, Ahsoka Tano has made her live action appearance. Sure. Right. Exactly. For the first time. And, uh, Rosario I, Dawson. I'm not a huge fan of Rosario Dawson. Not because what? she's a bad actress, but because I'm, like, you know, what's the word? Just over, over, um... And not even over, I'm just like, she was in everything I watched for, like, three months straight, and yeah, I just got, got it burned out. I was yeah. like, I don't, want, I don't want to see her anymore. Right, those Netflix <laughs> Defender shows that you, like, just saw her in it constantly in? Dude, like, I'd watch, like, watch an episode, and I'd be like, alright, Iron Fist, and it's like, why the fuck is she here? Why? What, what purpose does she serve? It's like, she's just the Nick Fury of <laughs> the Defender I hated it. But anyway, I, like, she, she's really good as Ahsoka. Yeah. Like, uh, I know I've seen more of the Clone Wars than you and stuff, but I was like, yeah, she embodies and so Ahsoka is awesome. Yeah, but she's seen. I, I've watched a little bit of Clone Wars, like not that much, but I have seen Ahsoka, Ahsoka character in action, and she seemed like she did a good job. I mean, I don't know how much more than did you. Did you have a problem with some of these special effects that she was doing, like her force stuff running off walls? Oh, you know, I, I didn't really blame it too much because to me, she it seemed like she was super weak. But I also, but I figured that was just because it was a TV show and that they didn't want to like. I mean, they couldn't do so much, as much stuff as they wanted to, I guess. I mean, there was, like, the, the stuff where she, like, force jumped over the tree to hang Mando. I was like, that looks really, really bad. But I love <laughs> the fact that she could talk to Baby Yoda or yeah, a.k.a. the asset, a.k.a. the child, a.k.a. she gave his name, Grogu. We'll see how long that lasts. Everyone's just going to keep calling him Baby Yoda. No, of course, I even call him Baby Yoda, and I think that's fine. I mean, well, obviously, that's what people are going to keep calling him. But I love the name, though. I, a lot of people don't. But I think it's cute. I mean, it's different than the, the thing they do with Yoda and Yaddle. They actually check, did something different. A lot of people are mad about Yaddle right now. Because Ahsoka only mentions Yoda, and it's like... Yeah, she only mentions that she Yaddle Yoda. was in Phantom Menace, bro. Like, Ahsoka was four. Because like, <laughs> she's 14 in the Clone right. Wars, so she was, like, fucking two to four. In her, yeah, she like, should have known. Menace. I mean, she technically should have known her, but I don't know her. I don't know her. Yeah, it's whatever. I do like the fact that, like, I saw this video where someone's like, so you're telling me the entire premise of The Mandalorian is that Anakin missed one? Oof. <laughs> Oof. Yep, I mean, that's true. But, damn. I was like, damn, Annie. Well, shit, yeah. All right. There's a bunch of, like, things where, like, Anakin's sending Grogu, like, text messages, like, hey, don't come to the Jedi Temple tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Anakin, hey, you're pretty cute. Don't come to the Jedi Temple tomorrow. He's like, I... Uh, so with the ending, with uh, Mando trying to get Ahsoka to train Grogu, and her being like, nah, man, we're good. Yeah, and she's like, go to this temple, and maybe somebody will show up. Do you and think, like, oh, think Jedi's going to show up? I mean, yeah, there, there has to be. I don't know. Well, the thing is, she says that Grogu has to call. You, do you think Grogu's going to be like, yeah, peace, Mando. I'm going to go train to be a Jedi. No, here's the thing. I, I think somebody, I think he will call. I think somebody will show up, but I don't think, I, I think when this is all said and done, um, Yoda, Baby Yoda, or Grogu and uh, Mando are going to be stuck together. Like they're not separated. Yeah, there's no fucking way. They're, the whole point of the show is them together. I love it. Right. It's their is their bond that makes the show. Exactly. But um, uh, do you think who do you think the Jedi will be if he shows up? There's a lot of people are saying. There's a lot of speculation just across the board. I don't think this would do as much as I think it, I would love that. What I really think, and what is more practical to me, just following the 
the rest of these episodes is Ezra Bridger. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's, it could go two ways for me. It would be Ezra, who's the most likely one, because obviously he's connecting to Rebels. Right, which is... The, or, so um, or it could be... Bogotan and then Ahsoka, and then you'd go well, to... It, yeah, it could, be, uh, it could be Ezra, who I think is the most likely. It could be... Cal Kestis from Fallen Order. I don't yeah, think that's going to happen because really that's cool. a, it's a video game, right? Like uh, They're not going to spoil what happens in the sequels or whatever just to have a TV show. Right. But uh, it could also be Luke Skywalker because, you know, this is after Endor. Yeah, but I'm like, I hope it's not. I really hope it's not. Like, they, have, they, have they don't even have permission yet. They're, they're trying to, you know, people, people are trying to get, like, Sebastian Stan. Like, they're saying he looks like Mark Hamill. It's like, sure. well, obviously he's not going to be in the show then because, like, you know. And what I really hope they do, this is what I'm playing seconds left, I hope they view an unknown Jedi, somebody we've never seen before. Yes. That would be something that I want to see because the whole point of the Mandalorian is expanding you the universe, adding characters we haven't seen before, and and that would be a super awesome thing if they did. Now, Beskar armor with lightsabers. He got a, he got a spear, obviously. You know, ten seconds left. He got a spear. The uh, guy who plays Grandma Gideon has teased lightsaber action. Mando and Gideon are gonna go head to head. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. And Thrawn. What about Thrawn? Right. Boom. Oh, so Mandalorian. And that's it. And that's it, guys. Well, thank you for joining us as we ta- discuss- discussed Mandalorian Season it 2. I didn't feel like enough time. Like, I still had more, but we can't. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I could talk about that episode for like an hour straight. No, me too. That, was, that was a really good episode. It was just a lot of fun. Um, so, like I said, we don't have a whole lot of, or there wasn't really any other movie news that dropped. Movie theaters are closed down again where we're, we are here in the. Yeah, because people suck and don't wear a mask. Yeah, um, so please wear your mask and just get, let's get this thing over with so we can go back to the theaters. Uh, well, with the lack of movie news out of the way, let's move on to our Oscar movie night. Each week, we rotate between older and newer Oscar Best Picture winners. This week, we watched the 1954 and the 1955 films From Here to Eternity and On the Waterfront. Uh, so, Bryce, um, I'm going to let, let you explain some of these new films because obviously I'm not too <laughs> cultured when it comes to older films. Um, and I'm going to let you start off with From Here to Eternity and just explain what it was about a little bit. Okay, well, I'm going to say this first. We, uh, we have a very small group this week for our movie night. Sure, usually we only do one a week, um, and then, but this week we just kind of, like, decided to power through two of the there's, a, there's literally, because I, I mean, I'm in my place, so we were, at, we were sitting there, and there's only, like, me, Mitchell, and, my, and our friend Skylar, and I was like, fuck it, we're going to double feature. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. And so we watched uh, From Here to Eternity, which we were supposed to watch last week, but we kind of weren't feeling it. Sorry, a little something in my throat. And uh, this movie is boring as shit. <laughs> yeah, besides, like, on, it, on, we'll cover this next movie, too, but both movies were, really didn't pick up to, like, the last, like, 30 minutes. Did <laughs> okay, so Actually, even From Here to Eternity was, didn't even pick up to, like, the last five minutes, really. Last ten, yeah, really. Last ten. Yeah, it was crazy. Okay, so, From Here to Eternity is about a boxer, God, I can't even remember his name, you know, his la- and it was, like, his first, his last name is like Robert E. Lee, like he's named after Robert E. Lee. Oh right. Which I was like, oof, that hasn't aged well at all. <laughs> I mean, just sign this up, for, like just because there wasn't much that happened. But besides that, it was Pearl, Har- Pearl, Har- Pearl Harbor happens at the end. Yeah, but it's like it, it, he's basically like a middle middleweight boxer in the military of Hawaii, and they make a big deal. I mean, like it's nineteen fifty one or nineteen forty one. We're like, all right, so Pearl Harbor's gonna happen. That's gonna be a big point of this movie. We spent the entire goddamn movie waiting for Pearl Harbor. Because I was like, you know, it's a military movie, of course. Dude, there was, like, no fucking reason to have this movie based in the military. Yeah, I never. Other than, like, the ending, I guess. But, like, otherwise, it's like, the whole thing is based around boxing. They don't do any boxing in the whole movie. There's a couple fights, but there's no boxing match. There's no big big deal with the boxing. They just, they just bring it up all the fucking time. Yeah, this is one of my issues with older movies. And uh, it's just that they don't, they have a whole lot of nothing going on for the most part. Yeah, dude, I was like, I don't really fucking care about your guys like, going out and partying every fucking other month. Well, like, like that, care. but like even the specific scenes where they're marching, like you're just in the army marching, you know, and you'll spend like two minutes, two, three minutes just seeing them marching and what, and our uh, army dude are yelling at them to march. And, and something like, I mean, I get it because like they didn't have the technology to do certain things back then. However, today that would be like 30 seconds, if that, and you get the point. You know, I've you know? seen okay. I watch a lot of older films, and there's like normally like I feel like it's a good movie. A lot of shit can happen in like an hour and a half. No, like, right. I this agree. is like an hour and forty seven minutes, and nothing fucking happens to like the hour and thirty minute mark. We checked. I was like, so there's like, man, how much longer is left of this film? Because Pearl Harbor is supposed to happen, right? Like they made a big deal, but like it's December. 
like right. December first, and we're like, oh shit, so what's gonna happen? Do you know how much time is left in the film? Ten fucking minutes. There's supposed to be some romantic plot going on. Really yeah, now. and it was like, I don't really care about the dude falling in love with the waitress. It's like, I don't. I think she's a waitress. You might have been working at. It's, it's not like really a brothel, but it kind of is a brothel. Right. <laughs> like a lot of they like, don't they don't name drop it like it's a whorehouse, but it's essentially a whorehouse. <laughs> wow. They're like, yeah, you know house. the girl's got to be nice to the guys. <laughs> it's like. Hmm. Right, oh, yeah, we, have a, we have a special area upstairs for certain customers. I'm like, wow. She's like, all right. right. He's like, I, I can only come in here this time. And she's like, but, uh, but I gotta work. And he's like, but, but, but me. And she's like, but I gotta work. And he's, he's like, like, I got a job, me. boy. I don't, I don't get to just like stop in the middle of the night for you. All right, and well, she does, but so. But the uh, the Pearl Harbor scene was really cool. They used actual war footage because obviously this right. is like that was a little creepy. Ten honestly. years, and it was like the quality dropped so much when they brought us the war footage. They're like. Bombs and stuff, and I was like, you could tell it was older footage. Well, you could tell, but at the same time, it was cool to see that integrated into but the film. It doesn't really go anywhere with the war footage. Like no, Pearl Harbor happens in the movie ends. Yeah, it just like, it happens in like it ends in the middle of it. I don't even. All right, it's just not. Really like there's no aftermath. There's no like now we go to war or some like climatic scene. It's just like and we're done and we're done. <laughs> and then we were like, all right, well that was kind of disappointing. Yeah, we were gonna try to watch switch to the newer one, but then we we're like, mm, maybe we yeah, should wait because our next newer one is twelve years of twelve years of slave. Yeah, twelve years of slave. 12 years slave. I was like, twelve years of being a slave. Twelve. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, I had a person at work tell me about that, and it sounds really, really. Yeah, I seen some clips. I was like, wow. But uh, we we decided not to. We we're like, you know what? We're gonna get some of the older films out of the way because a lot of our friends don't really watch. Enjoy those. Ones. Yeah, like yeah. no one shows up for your older films. Right. <laughs> but, Understandably, uh, but. <laughs> It started off strong when we were oh, watching, like, so when I was forcing them, like, we're watching Wings today. Two and a half hours silent film. Let's go. And everyone's like, oh. well, They were still there, but now it's like, no. Even this movie, On the Waterfront, I mean, it's fine. I know you're talking about movies uh, in general starting out strong, but On the Waterfront, I actually enjoyed the first few minutes of it, and then it just kind of, like... Yeah, it was like, it started off, and you were like, ooh, gangsters. All right, yeah, let's go. Gangsters. And it was just like... You're just gonna walk around and bitch about the whole thing the whole time. Yeah, that's what it seemed like. And then I was like, all right, I'm too bored. And I, I left when it's like 30 minutes left, which apparently that's what I picked up. Yeah, this is so bad because you left and then like as soon as you left, the brother dies. Spoilers. I mean, it's it's almost fucking 70 years old. He really, I really don't care. But um, yeah, the brother dies. He gets found like hanged in an alley by a hook, and so like the guy goes in to kill Johnny at the bar. Right, mm-hmm. and the guy, like the priest, comes in and goes, "You can hurt Johnny where it really hurts in court." And I'm like, "All right, you know, court scenes. I, you know, court scenes aren't bad. I enjoy court scenes. Why not?" They go to court, and in the middle of court, the guy gets up to go like testify, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, this happened. You know, Johnny killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And Johnny gets up in the middle of a courtroom full of lawyers and shit. It's like, "I'll fucking end you. <laughs> I will ruin your life. You regret this. You'll never step on the waterfront again." And I was like, "Oh There's shit, the waterfront." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, you know, you know, Johnny's pissed. You know." Makes sense. Cool. And then, like, he basically goes down to the waterfront the next day. His, his oh God, girlfriend, we weren't really paying attention to the first half. His girl, yeah. His girl was like, Baby mama. Don't go down there. You know, they'll kill you. And he's like, well, I got to go. And, you know, I was like, all right, yeah, makes sense. You know, you know, he's got to be the man. You know, he's got to go, like, prove himself. He gets down there, and he, like, they call everyone for work, but they don't call him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, yeah, you know, they're going to be spiteful, you know? And then, like... He goes down to Johnny, like throws the hook at Johnny's door, and is like, "Get out of here, you fucking coward! Get out of here, you!" Johnny coward. comes out, and it's like, "Oh, you want to go? Let's fucking go!" So then they start, you know, fighting. And they mentioned earlier in the film that the uh, Terry was a boxer and was forced to take a dive for Johnny, and so he uh, he beats the shit out of Johnny, and Johnny has four of his guys come back with him, like because he's getting his ass kicked, mm-hmm. and they beat the shit out of Terry to the point of death. Like he is uh-huh. leg in the water, face first in the water, like dying the priest comes down and is like come on boy you gotta go because every other worker they're like get to work and the workers are like we're not going to work till terry works we're not going to work though but, yeah wow that's, that's cool and so they get down there and terry's like beat up bloodied and he gets up and he limps into the thing and everyone just kind of goes like fuck you johnny and i was like yeah empowering empowering dude it was it was so good like the ending was so good but like you can't have two-thirds of a movie be ass and boring and then, like, pick it up in the last 30 minutes. Right. They really can't. I mean, that's, that's my point. My whole point of why I didn't even care, like, that it got interesting about the back half. That True. Yeah, you were like, oh, okay, okay it whatever. Even, it wasn't even the back half. Like, it was just literally the last 30 minutes. If, if it gets to within the last 30 minutes, and, like, I'm not interested, I really don't care what happens at the end. Like, even if I stayed and I watched it, I would have been like, I don't care because I don't have any connections to the rest of these characters. What happens? Can we, can we talk about Marlon Brando's, like, 
fucked up eyebrow. They like cut part of his eyebrow. Oh out, yeah, they look like edgy and edgy, like right. tough, and it just looks so dumb. You're like, just <laughs> why is your like, like he had a scar there almost? Not even like a scar. It looks like he just woke up in the morning and was like, yeah. no, bug. That's where they were gonna put a scar, but then they didn't. <laughs> he, he's like, this man looks tough. I want to cut a quarter out of my eyebrow. He shows up to work. Man, what, why is your eyebrow like that? He's like, what? I'll tell you some shit. <laughs> he's like, you know, man, it's gonna look, it's gonna look like they fucked up. <laughs> No, I mean, that's cool. they're, they're okay. Our, uh, our next old one is Marty from 1956. That's the shortest best picture ever. Hooray. At a, at a grand total of like 93 minutes. An hour and 30 minutes. 33 minutes. I don't, I, I can't do the hour and whatever anymore. I have to, I always have to use like 100 or whatever because my mind can't connect to like an hour and a half. I'm like, how long is that? Well, 60 plus 30 is 90, so 133. No, but it's like, even like if it's like 127 minutes or something, I'm like, oh. two hours and seven minutes. That makes sense. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> I can't do like the whole like, Two hours and 40 minutes. I'm like, no, it has to be like 130. <laughs> My mind connects it better. <laughs> I've seen too many movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things like with books too is where you, like, you start talking about word count instead of pages. <laughs> it's like, why though? It's like, shut up. This is all I know. <laughs> this is how you're supposed to do it. This is how you, this is how cinephiles do it. You ever read the back of a case? It never says two hours and 17 minutes. It always says 137 minutes. <laughs> you're like, how many minutes am I going to spend? 137 minutes. But no, yeah, they were okay watches. I'm excited to see 12 Years a Slave next week. And yes, um, my pick in two weeks, I'm pretty happy about. It's going to be real sad. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we're all going to be depressed. Sad movies. <laughs> and then we're going to watch Marty, which I'm also excited about. We might do a double feature that day, though, because it's really short. Right. Makes sense. And just be like, flying through the old ones. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should definitely do some more we're, of that. But... We're getting to the point where we're just like, fuck our friends. We're just going to watch them by ourselves. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things like you like. I mean, I like watching. I like being able started, to be. We started research. watching all these in January, and then everyone started like skipping around, and I was like, I just want to watch the movies. I don't like. I could be done with this by now if I was doing it by myself. Well, it's, for me, it's more of I just want to be able to watch some of these movies that is are critically acclaimed and that people talk about in the the movie sphere a lot. And I mean, I could technically just watch them, but then I was like, but then I feel like you know. I'm betraying myself. Not betraying myself, but also just like, like we have a system. Yeah, we have a system that I want to. That's my problem by. too, because I'm like, I really want to watch things like Braveheart, which I know you want to watch. Right. And it's like, but I'm gonna have to rewatch that again in like fucking like six months. So it's <laughs> like six months, right? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But we'll we'll figure it out here. See what we got going on. We're just gonna on. say fuck it. None of our friends really care about Skylight. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> well, with that down, let's move on to some of our weekly movie watches. Um, each week we just watch some movies at home ourselves. And uh, we just want to share some of those films with you guys. So uh, I'll go first. Sure. I, I went off the deep end this this week. The deep end? What does that just mean? I have watched like 20 movies in the past week. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> like it's, it's average like 3D movies a day. I I feigned, I feigned surprise like I did, you didn't send me every, I single, letter. every single letter. Like every single review. I'm like this one. You're like, why the fuck would you even watch that? I was like, why not? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. But no, it's, uh, yeah, I went up the, I went up the event. I won't go over every single one because, like, some of them weren't that, weren't that great or memorable. They were just there because of Criterion or whatever. Right. Speaking of Criterion. <laughs> Criterion released a re-release of David Cronenberg's 1996 film, Crash. Um, this movie's fucking weird. I don't like this movie. It came out Tuesday, which I bought on Tuesday and watched on Tuesday. I don't think I was in the right frame of mind for this film. <laughs> You don't know anything about it. You ready for this, Mitchell? You ready? No. Okay. Oh, yes. Guy, movie starts, right? I'm just going to go. I'm going to start with this. Movie okay. starts five minutes in, sex scene. Not even five minutes. Maybe, maybe like first scene, woman getting nailed on an airport hanger. I'm down. <laughs> Next scene, her husband nailing some woman in a film cabinet. I'm down. I'm, I'm good with the filthy. Two scenes later, they're fucking on a rooftop. Wait, hold yeah. up. So, okay, so there's three sex scenes. In the first like, 10 minutes. minutes. And you're telling me that this is a bad movie? Some substance, man. It wasn't even good. Like they'd be fucking, and she'd be like, "Yeah, I nailed that that uh, camera woman in the film score." And she's like, "Oh yeah, did she come?" And I was like, "Dude, this movie sucks. Like, I can't handle this." I love it. I want to watch it. <laughs> and it, it gets it gets weirder, right? So then, like, the dude's driving. He's looking at porno because it's that kind of movie. I think it was porno at the point. At this point, I was just like. I was like on Facebook, just like messaging the Criterion group. I was there to be like, "The fuck is this?" What people say? A lot of people were told me I was stupid for not enjoying it. But I was what? Like, yeah, they were like, "It's a classic." I was like, "No, it's a porno. no, this is this is a porn. This 
this is all I say is porn. And the dude stood there, he started with the car. Now, I don't know what he was doing. I assume he was looking at porn. It would make sense in this film. I really wasn't paying attention. Maybe he was, like, looking at notebooks or whatever. He's a TV director. He wrecks his car into another car. And the first thing he does, he looks up and looks at the woman because like, her husband, like, flies into his car and dies. Oh, no. And he looks up and looks at the woman her tits hanging out. No. And I was like... Come on, man. <laughs> he gets a car crash. Why would I take oh, this is, house? I mean, you <laughs> weird shit happens when you get car crashes, but damn, what the? Man, this movie's crazy. <laughs> and then he, like, goes to the hospital because he's fucked up. She's fucked up. They meet up later in the no. junkyard. They don't have sex, do they? <laughs> do they? <laughs> they, like, be in the car, be in the junkyard. He's like, let me drive you home. And they go to a parking garage and fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is a perfect movie. Ten and ten. then... And then there's this guy named Vaughn, and he's like obsessed with car crashes or whatever. He's all scarred up. And like, this is, you, know, this is, you said this is David Cronenberg. This is Cronenberg, you mean the guy that you like love, and that you tell me I need to watch. The guy that was like, yeah, he made Videodrome, Dead Ringers, his son did Possessor. Um, oh my god! So see, here's the thing. He's just—I bet you—he's just like, all right. So I do body horror most of the time, but how do I? How can I make a porno and get you know, away with it? Okay. No, okay. So here's the best thing though: is that this movie becomes like about a cult of like car crash fanatics who get off with car crashes. That actually sounds pretty interesting. Like. It sounds very straight up like, awkward. It's just there, there's weird. like a woman in like fucking like clasp on her legs and shit. Like those, and this guy's like taking him off. And he's in like a car. He's like, oh, oh. And I was like, fuck, this movie's you, fucking trash. How do you watch Salo and then watch this and think this is? Worse? I went into Salo knowing what I was gonna get. All right, fair, fair. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you go out because I mean, you watched a bunch of other Cronenberg movies, so I'm sure if you went into this one like expecting something Cronenbergish, it was like. Body horror, let's go. Because I'm, I'm going to find the and tagline like, for this sex film horror. and let you know what I was thinking about when when I heard about this movie. Because it's like, um, it's something to do with like when flesh meets machine. And I was thinking it was going to be like people oh. car crashes and like, like melting or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, you know, I was expecting like horror. Yes. Yeah, okay, so that's not what it says. Like that one says love is the diamond, love is the 20th century, whatever. Fuck. Dude, that movie's <laughs> trash. Like, I mean, I don't I, know. It sounds hilarious I, to me, but. I straight up like. God, I think there was like 40 minutes of this movie where it wasn't sex. And at one point, I looked at Jada. 40 like, movies that wasn't sex? 40 minutes that, was just, that wasn't sex at the most out of this like hour and a half long movie. Wow. But like, I looked at Jada at one point, and there was like the Bond guy all scarred up and shit. And I was like, how much you want to bet the main character's going to suck that dude's dick? <laughs> no way. And he didn't. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's too much. Do you want to know who, uh, who played the main character in this film? Who? The guy who played Ultron, John Spader. James Spader? <laughs> Oh wow! He played, he played this dude sucking this guy's dick in a crashed car. That's actually that's actually kind of cool. <laughs> but all I can think about was like, why is this made? And, you know, part of it maybe maybe I would have enjoyed it more if I knew what I was going to get into. Sure. But just being like, uh, yeah, I'm going to put this new it. Criterion movie in, eating dinner, and then we're like we're like sitting there we're like eating food, and we look up and it's like sexy, and I was like, it's a good thing I'm fucking hungry, and I don't have to <laughs> eat this anymore. Wow, that's, that's wow. <laughs> Well, that is out of left field. That is not what I was expecting. I thought I was just going to be like, you were come on here and tell you it was trash, but like that was out of left field. Dude, this is straight up just a softball porno. It's the whole fucking time. They like, they drive by car crashes. They're like, oh, at the ending of the film, the dude's like, gee, Cronenberg's new film, softcore porn, in theaters near you. <laughs> the ending of the film, this is how the movie ends. I'm going to spoil this because I don't think you're going to watch it and I don't think people should I mean, watch it. But you go ahead. The car crash, the guy starts like chasing his wife down to crash her. Cause, you know they're getting off on this shit and um, he wrecks her car off a bridge gets down like she, her car's flipped she's crawling out of the car he gets down there and starts fucking her and needs a car crash on the side of the road in the middle of the day and like that's how the movie ends that's the ending there's nothing else that's it it sounds like something that you would like you would have finding your dad's like you know just like, <laughs> on the bottom shelf all the way to like the left you take it out and you're like what the fuck is crash and then you like and then you like put it in and you're just sitting there like you, you have the sound all the way down. You have, you have like, the screen dip or light turned dim all the way down, and you just like, keep looking over your shoulder every five minutes, waiting for your dad doesn't come downstairs and actually watch his, his crash movie. I can't have, like, when I have kids or whatever, I gotta hide this, because, like, <laughs> you just gotta, you gotta take another cover. Hey, we're gonna have movie night tonight. Oh, Dad, this looks cool. No. No, 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 no. We're not watching that. You gotta like make a fake like uh, cover for it. It's like construction workers go to work. <laughs> Just, like, put it in there. Nobody will ever watch it. Documentary of construction. Yeah. How pipes are made. <laughs> How pipes are made. Like, How to clean your pipes. <laughs> Why do you have instruction videos on pipes? He's like, don't worry, you'll find out when you're older. <laughs> One day you'll see it. Pipes are important. You'll just find. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was that was my uh, that was the weird movie this week. <laughs> that was the uh, all that, right. I posted up in the Criterion group I'm in, and like one person was like, I updated. I was like, I'm so excited to watch this new Cronenberg film. And I did update. It was like this movie's fucking weird. I don't like it. Like you're trash. So one, you. one person was like, Yeah, the update to this just makes me love this post even more. <laughs> That's hilarious. And then well, uh, I know you watched a comedy. I do watch comedy. Maybe try to guess what it was with some obscure motherfucking videos. I love it. I love it. It's just sending you random videos that I'm watching movie. Like, guess what I'm watching? Because you're never gonna guess it. Because I don't want to send you the main character. But even when you sent me the main character, I was like, what the fuck even is this? Yeah, it's called this movie called Waiting. I don't. I, 2006, I believe. I can't remember off the top of my head. It's right after Patriot. Um, I think it's like 2005, 2006. And uh, it's with Ryan Reynolds. He's one of the main characters. Yeah, that's what you sent me. You're like, yeah. I'll send you. The, I'll send you the main character. Sends me the big. Sends me right I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, it's basically just him with like a bunch of other people inside a uh, like a restaurant, and it's just a day in the life of the restaurant. Like basically, they hire this new kid, and then Ryan Reynolds takes him through and shows him and shows him the ropes. Uh, it's. I mean, it's really funny. There's a lot of stuff that you you would um, just retail wise that you uh, can relate to. You see me that one where the woman's like yelling at the cook. She's like, freaks the fuck out, yeah. She's like, two, 20 goddamn minutes make two medium rare steaks. The fuck is going on? And I was just like, feel that. And then she turns the corner and the customer, she's like, hi, thank you. How are you doing today? I was like, oh, my You guys are doing good? <laughs> she's pretty cute, too. Yeah, she was, she was cool. Um, I, yeah, I mean, there's a lot I looked of at the actress because you sent me the video and I was like, yeah, she's cute. <laughs> what else is she in? Nothing. She's in nothing. Wow. <laughs> well, a lot of these, well, I haven't seen a lot of those actors before, so. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a movie. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it was on Netflix. I watched it. I, <laughs> it was funny. Like, yeah, I just Bill taking a drink of soda, and he's like, "Yeah, it's a movie." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's a comedy movie. There's not much to, there's more to expect. I mean, you really get what you you know. You you have Ryan Reynolds. You know what you're in for. You know. Before he was like famous too. Like, I would say before he was famous. Before he was a household name. Right. Household name. Exactly. Um, no, but I, I liked what you sent me. I was like, what the fuck is he watching? You sent me that one where like the two goth guys were outside. They were like, or the two uh, donors. There's, they're, like, there's they're so like, much different. We're gonna make some weed, get some fucking puss, more than Dre, more than Snoop. I was like, the fuck is this movie? <laughs> what are you watching? There's so many different types of comedy in here. That's why it's just like you could anybody can watch this and find some humor out of it. I was like. I don't know what this is, but I'm, I'm laughing. So what I enjoy about the movie is that you know usually uh, at least nowadays when I see Ryan Reynolds, he, he seems like he takes the star of the show. But this one's just Deadpool. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it, and he was too in this one, but <laughs> but still, I mean, obviously it was before Deadpool, but still he just is Deadpool, so that's how it works. Um, but he wasn't like he didn't take away he didn't take away from the movie. He just added to it, but also all the other rest of everybody else was funny too. No, Roger Rabbit movie. I think you need to watch. What's that? The voices. I have not heard of that. You know what movie I read the movie I did watch and I don't know if I've talked about it on here is Buried. Fuck that movie. Fuck that movie. No, okay, also so, core. So the voice is Ryan Reynolds plays this guy who like talks to his dog and cat and they talk to him. And like Anna Kendrick's in the movie. Oh, it sounds like trash, but I would love it because it's a fuck Ryan Reynolds. It's fucking dude. It's and like, Anna Kendrick's pretty. I would do it. I saw a trailer like because I watched I watched previews on Blu-rays and shit because I'm weird and I'm Goes on my more movies. And I was like. Yeah, this movie sounds pretty cool. <laughs> like, I bought it and was watching it. I was like, this movie's fucking weird. <laughs> 2014. And I can watch it on TV for free. Guess what I'm doing when I go home. <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> Dude, he, like, he talks, like, his like his dog's, like, uh, so nice. He's like, yeah, you got this, man. You got this. You're doing great. And then the cat's like, yeah, you fucking weirdo. You fucking loner. Fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, he just said that he was, I just saw... I mean, actually, they were speaking of movie news that we didn't mention. Um, I know he just said he's going to be in a new film. I forgot what it's called, though. It was not because there's Free Guy that he, obviously he's doing that was supposed to come out. And that's getting pushed and pushed and pushed. Right, of course, just because of COVID. But there's something he just announced that he was going to be in. Uh, in I guess so. That's what? Why is he in that? Anyways, uh, is it Red, Red Notice? No, he's going to be Deadpool in that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Red Notice. So it's, it's a uh, new like crime movie, Ooh, but it's like... with The Rock and uh, Gal Gadot. Interesting. I, it's Interesting. just like the description says, in the world of international crime, an Interpol agent attempts to hurt, hunt down and capture the world's most wanted art thief. This just sounds like a play on um, Hitman's Bodyguard. <laughs> right. But, I love it. <laughs> but I just I think it's the fact that it has The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Gal Gadot, but 
she's Wonder Woman, so you know. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited to see if he actually isn't Doctor Strange in Madness. Mm. It's like, why is he here? He's gonna be Deadpool. What else would he be? I think the fact that it's still so 2020 is very accurate. <laughs> You're like, update your shit. But no, yeah, so yeah, I, Brian Reynolds is a treasure. I love Brian Reynolds. You should watch The Places tonight. It's really good. Yeah, I'm actually lying. I don't know. I don't know if I say it's good. It's weird. It's <laughs> not even good. Like, where are you? Works in, like, I think it's like a sardine factory. He like works in a sardine factory. It's weird. What's the thing, thing about Ryan Reynolds is it doesn't matter what he's in. You can just watch it and have fun. Even if he's not in comedic roles, like buried, but, but fuck that movie. I mean, <laughs> the voice is just kind of comedic. It's it's strange. But that, that's not here or there. Right. I watched another Criterion movie this week, though. Oh, is it a Criterion movie, too? I mean, I guess, of course it is. I have watched basically nothing but Criterion. I'm I watched all of I finally got past the first hundred spots of the collection, and then I've just been going hard. Like I'm gonna find 115 now. Like I've just been fucking flying. Wow, <laughs> that's why I'm like I have had a very intense week. <laughs> but you watched um, a good. I watched a 1950 or ni- no, 1960. A 1960 film called Spartacus. Of course, who doesn't know Spartacus? With Kirk Douglas, who yep. died recently, who died this year actually, like January. Yep. And uh, this is a strange thing. I keep watching movies with actors that recently died in them. This is awkward. Yeah, because I watched um, I watched uh, what's it called? Surreal the movie. Rock and it has Sean Connery in it, and I was like, oh. so weird. Oh, I feel uncomfortable. You know, what especially when they're recent, because it's like if it's an older actor that died, I'm like, yeah, but it's like this is pretty fucking recent. I don't know, this like, what are the odds? What What are the odds? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Spartacus is essentially Gladiator. I don't know if you've seen that. Nope. So uh, he is a slave. That gets sold to be a gladiator. Oh, I know, I know what Spartacus is. Like, I haven't I've never seen it, but I just know of it. And I already know this is like a good film just from this is, this is the whack thing about this, though, is I was like, the whole movie only happens because he falls in love with another slave, and they take her away, and he revolts and fucking frees every slave around because they take, her, take his woman. He's like, our bitch is just doing a revolt. It's so fucking funny. I find it funny, but I have weird humor because I, I just like the concept yeah. of him just being like, I was okay with this, but you took her away. Now we revolt. How many did you watch the day that you didn't find it funny? And I was like, how? Because how it was. I don't find a lot of comedies funny. I know. <laughs> I have really crap comedy. I'd be with someone else to have like really funny comedy. Otherwise, it'll be like a serious scene, and they'll be like, "I'm gonna kill you. You can try." I'm like, "Yeah, do it." <laughs> well, that's me too. There you go. But uh, like, uh, what do you? What's, what do you think it's worth? Stupidly long, at about three hours. Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, I was. I want. I, there's an intermission in this film. You know, <laughs> you know what films long no, when there's an intermission. I don't know if it's old. You know, you know it's old when it has an intermission because no, even new newer movies don't have intermissions. Like, you're like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you just sit through this bitch. Because Endgame, you just sit through this bitch. Spartacus is like, we'll give you like a five minute break. <laughs> also, the intro to this film is like ten minutes long and it's nothing but like a black screen and fucking like triumphant music. And I'm just like, oh my god, get to the fucking. Get to the film, It's a three-hour-long runtime already in ten minutes, but it's just like statues and dun 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 but, like, yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of this. I thought it was really good, well acted. Lawrence Olivier from Rebecca's in this. I don't know if you saw that movie. He was also in Hamlet, you know, that great one we watched. <laughs> He's a weird actor. I've only seen him in Rebecca that I liked. Everything else, I'm like, eh. He did okay in this one, though. But Kirk Douglas, man, he stole the fucking show. Is Kirk Douglas related to Michael Douglas? I think so, no. Too many last names are the same. Celebrities! But, celebrities. Um, one thing that we did watch, uh, actually, like, last week that we forgot to talk we about. We were supposed to, and we totally just glossed over it. Is, um, you know, the, actually, the uh, movie Milan. Yeah, it uh, came out on... It came well, out on Blu-ray on the 10th. It did. And I didn't know that until the 17th. <laughs> not the, to be clear, not the uh, cartoon, but the live-action version. Yeah, not the good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's very... I yeah, I'm just going to let you know, I'm very sad about this movie. Yeah, I'm not even mad about it. mad at it. I'm just sad because you didn't even spend money. I did. Oh, true. <laughs> maybe, maybe, that's not, maybe that's why I'm not mad. You're like, yeah, I was okay with that. I'm over here like, I wasted thirty dollars. Well, no, I wasn't, I'm, not, I'm not okay with it. But but uh, it's just like they ruined it, what Mulan is, and so here's they ruined the whole point of Mulan. They did. And my point, whenever you do make a remake or when you do a reboot or whatever, 
I don't mind it as long as you keep the spirit of the of whatever you're telling the story you were telling a lot the same. Yeah, you know, you know what frustrated me the most about this? What? I've always thought of Milan as like a story to show that a woman can be just as good as a man. Right. There, there's gender doesn't matter. Anyone can be a warrior. Anyone can do what they can stand for what they believe in. You know, it's supposed to be like an empowering thing. Sure. Five minutes into this movie, she's doing backflips off a fucking building at eight years old. But yeah, exactly. We ruined, like, it, within the, we ruined, like, ruined it within the first five minutes. Fuck. <laughs> and then like she goes to training and it's like she's she's pretending to be weak. She's like, oh no, I'm I'm so, I'm like everyone else. And then the guy's like, come on, man. You could do better than this. I no, know you. And they, then she's they, just immediately the best. They gave Mulan superpowers just and completely ruined it. They just do Matrix, Matrix fucking arrows and shit being shot at her. She's like fucking leaning back on her horse to dodge arrows while it hits everybody else. I'm like, bro, the whole point is that she's just like everyone else. Right. And they, they gave her Matrix powers. They tell... They they have some witch that can transform into uh, yeah, animals. Okay, and so they don't right. have Mushu. Yeah, Jada got so mad. She's like, oh, you can have a fucking witch, but you can't have Mushu? The fuck? It's dumb. It's like, yeah, you're right. And then they made, like, the villain some new guys that, like, Shao Kahn. And I'm like, all right, you know, you know, whatever. That's fine. You can have a new villain. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, right. it doesn't change the story. But making her fucking, like, the, the best story, The central... story of Mulan is is that she's just an average person. She's not better than anybody else. And that, but that she st- but she still takes up the responsibility, responsibility for her father because he's, he's weak. And then she becomes a good warrior by herself. Yeah, she doesn't. She earns her way up. She trains. She becomes str- as strong as everybody else. It's not just like, right. here you go, you're Mulan. You automatically get power. Well, proving <laughs> while proving that, oh, like not not just that a woman can do it, but anybody can do it. Yeah, there was no there was no struggle for her. I felt like it was just like she pretended the whole time. Yeah, it's like she's she like, pretending she's like, to be. Let me pretend to be weak and carry the buckets. Oh come on, you know you can do better than that. Yeah, look at me. I go up the mountain. One shot. I'm like fuck that. I, I know. It's just that. And then they had this whole thing with the chi and that that was basically the superpowers. And I feel like that. That pissed so many people off. They're like, the chi is a superpower. Yeah. Everyone has it. And that, I was like, that seems like the most like white dude thing ever. Like, so, so there's a white writer who just did not understand anything about culture at all. They're like, Disney's like, hey man, I want you to make this live action. It would be really cool. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. So you're gonna make it like the cartoon, right? Because people like the cartoon. Nah, man. Watch me like bite myself. No, and it was actually somebody that wasn't a white dude. But. <laughs> it's, it's written by a Japanese or a uh, Chinese scholar, just like. <laughs> Yeah, I know everything. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to look it up here to see. No, it just um, it, it it bothered me because it's just like everything that made the original so special just doesn't matter. Exactly. I, you know, I get things like them getting rid of the love interest. I'm like, okay, you don't need that. Sure, I mean, whatever. You know. Yeah, well, it wasn't. They're white women. White women, yeah. <laughs> uh, they're not white men. They're white women. So they couldn't even get the uh, women empowerment section right. They're just immediately better than everybody. See, well, that's my thing, though, is well, they'll just say women are empowering. You know, and it's just, they say it. And, you know, kind of like what Supergirl, I don't know if you've ever seen the TV show on CW Supergirl. But they, they kind of say, like, they, they make it, like, a very apparent that she's like, I can do it because I'm a woman. And they say that, like, like legit say it like that. And See, it, that's but I why, feel like that's not empowering. You know, here, here we are two white guys. Right, obviously. <laughs> I, I mean, clearly, yeah, preface it with, obviously, like, where I'm white, male dude. So, I mean, obviously, I'm doing that through that lens, and I can't say uh, But even my names. wife was upset about this. Like, it's not just it's not just us. We're not the only ones that are like, yeah, this movie sucks. It's literally, like, everybody. Right. Like, there's, I, there's very little people that are like, this movie's amazing. And like everyone's I mean, like, if you enjoy it, great. Like that's good for you, but it's not. Power to you on it's that. It's not Mulan, and that's really what's. It's not and Mulan. You know, I, I went in this with like no expectations. I was like, you know, I can't think of the cartoon when watching this. Right. It's not the same thing. It's a, you know, it's a story. It's not the adaption. And then like halfway through, when she was like matrixing arrows and stuff, I was like, I don't like this movie. <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep at one point, and I woke up, and uh, there was some weird shit going on. Like I don't know, some sort of like yeah, the she was dodging like, stuff. Like some like it was kind of like matrixy. And I was like, I'm out. I don't. I don't. Yeah, dude, I was this. so, I was so mad. And I think, I don't think Disney can get a break with the live action remakes, though. Like, it doesn't matter if they're to the source, like a uh, Lion King. You know, everyone's like, it's too close to the source. It's not original enough. I just watched the cartoon. Well, it's like, yeah, people. Some people said they, that, they but do also it too different. Like Dumbo, they're like, it's not the same. It's like, but here's the thing about <laughs> no, but the Lion King still made a over like what did they two. $2 billion? $1 billion? I feel like anything with the Disney stamp makes it easier. No, I agree. I'm they just saying... They don't need to try. They can just be like, Disney. And they're like, oh, shit. For the most part. <laughs> Take my money. Right, for the most part, I agree. But, but also, 
I mean, Lion King was, it was pretty good. I, I liked Lion King. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have an issue with Lion King. I think a lot, I I think a lot of people liked it. I mean, it, it was definitely people had that complaint that it was sort of like the original. But it was I like, talked to about it, it was like, I would just rather watch the cartoon. It's essentially the same movie. It's like, but you, know, but, you know, <laughs> but you know, all those people are going to go buy that movie. I mean, obviously before Disney Plus. But people go buy that movie and put it on. I mean, they might do a double feature at one, you know. I feel like, I honestly, this is me, but I would rather watch a live action version than the cartoon. I just, uh, I just, I like the live action Disney movies. I want to give them faith. I'm like, come on. Like, I believe in you, Disney. They're hitting this. I believe for sure. you. For sure, hitting this. It's like uh, Maleficent. The first time I watched Maleficent, I was okay with it. I haven't seen it. I was a kid, though. You know, I was like 12. I was like, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good movie. Now I'm watching, like, the live action Disney remakes. I'm like, Aladdin was the only one I enjoyed. I love that. <laughs> like, Beauty and the Beast. I watched that in theaters, and I was, I'm not a huge fan of musicals. Oh, so. I love Beauty and the Beast, so. <laughs> I was like, yes, and then I thought I was... I did like the Jungle Book remake, like the adaption for Jungle Book. That was really good. What's it? It's not Stone. Emma Watson? Watson, that's it. Yeah, I see Emma's, and I was like, I know it's not Stone, but what's her last name? Watson. Emma Watson. Yeah, no, I I really like the Jungle Book. The live-action Jungle Book. Oh, yes, that was good. Because that one was was the one that started all this, and that was really good. That was John Favreau, so of course it's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. And then Dumbo, I was like, I was okay with Dumbo, but Just, I wasn't like blown away by Dumbo. For anybody who doesn't know, John Favreau is the guy who directed Iron Man, and and, and is a producer on Mandalorian. He's very he, He's the creator of Mandalorian. He's the creator. I know he. I know he's directed episodes, and he mm-hmm. helped. Yeah. Yeah, he's basically the whole, you know, forerunner. Of that he show. and Dave Filoni were like, let me put a hands all over this shit. Exactly. <laughs> Get out of the way, Disney. <laughs> I mean, and and he's also he plays Happy. Um, and you know, in Iron Man, Spider Man's. I love that man. I don't. I've never met the man, but I love him. He has such a good vision. It was like I was like crazy for me that he like he was acting in the films, but also directing them. Which is like, wait, what? <laughs> no, yeah, I love I love John Favreau. Um, they're making a Jungle Book too. I mean, it makes sense. Is what it is. Do you think that uh, we're getting really off topic? I'm okay with it though. Uh-huh. Uh, Dave Filoni, do you think he should direct a Star Wars movie? Because I wish he would. Yeah, I'm cool I mean, I know that. he's—I know he's like a cartoon guy, but even if you would just write a no, Star Wars movie, like, just I, put your hands on something in like right. the live-action universe. Here's not why, a show. Here's why I think he would Give do me. good, is because you know, obviously, he just did the last episode of Mandalorian. We yeah, about. that was an episode. Right. And right. I'm like, imagine what a, you could do with like a two-hour-long fucking runtime. Right. Well, that was his first. That was his first um, outing as a live-action director. Well, here's what the thing—he he even said. He told I don't know who he's, who's interviewed him, but he said that I don't know anything about live action directing, but I'm willing to learn. Like whatever. It's, it's I'm, straight I'm, up like you got you got to think about how much this man has given to Star Wars. Like just any, like Filoni I mean, himself, he has created the Clone Wars series that helped make the prequels better with more like conceptual understanding of like the Clone Wars themselves. Sure. He made Anakin likable. <laughs> like he created Ahsoka, which has become like went from like one of the most hated Star Wars characters. To one of the most revered, like everyone loves Ahsoka now, right? And that's due to character development. He developed this character from a fourteen-year-old girl to a seventeen-year-old like war veteran in the course of seven seasons. Well, you also have to think that the people, the people that watch the Clone Wars and Rebels, are very slim compared to people that have watched Star Wars. Yes, because the movies are obviously bigger, right? But then you got to think about like he brought it so all yeah, back. He's, he's brought. <laughs> He made Rebels, which has created some of the most, like, best, like, some of the best canon characters. Had, like, Obi-Wan and Darth Maul's meeting and all that other shit. Like, this man knows his shit. Right, he knows Star Wars for sure. And so I definitely think that he would be, yeah, I mean, he definitely would be apt to, to go into a just, just one movie. Just give, just give me one. I just want to see what he can do. I don't know if I would want to see him do one yet, just because... No, let him direct a few more Mandalorian yeah, things. To work on his, like, work on, like, the Kenobi I would project rather and... see him do a small project or maybe head his own live-action thing more yeah, than just one episode first, and then, yes, go into it. Yeah, let, 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 let me see more. I do want to see do a Star Wars movie, really, is Taika Waititi. He is. Oh, is it confirmed that? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, he, he has a, I don't know if it's a trilogy, but he's, like, he got hit with Star Wars, yeah. Oh, no, because, yeah, that one episode... Which, is, which is the funniest thing about Thor the Thor, uh, Ragnarok's opening is, like, he did a director's, like, it intro, was, and he's like, yeah, I'm sorry I'm not JJ, Mom. I'm sorry I can't direct Star Wars. And then, like... You want to direct Star Wars? You want to do Star Wars again? He's, he's like, like, wait. He's like, oh, shit, really? <laughs> no, honestly, it wasn't even... Uh, it wasn't even Thor Ragnarok that got me excited about. You know, that was pretty cool. I like the Ragnarok, but what really sold me on Taika Waititi was Jojo Rabbit. Yes, 
Dude, okay, so I'm not the biggest fan. I think I think the movie runs too long for me. Okay. Because I was like, there's like one scene where I was like, it could just end there, and I wouldn't have a problem with it. And I feel like it just like he just dragged it on, but I was like, I'm okay with it. Like I'm enjoying myself, so I'm good. Right. But no, like straight up, like Jojo Rabbit made me cry twice. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if anybody, like, all you have, literally, all you have to do to get me to tear up is just say, I, I don't. I get a choke up. Just think about it. The shoes thing. Do that. That's so pretty, and it was so unexpected for me. Like, dude, I, I literally, like you just say it, and I think about it, and I tear up. Like, I, I, it's, I don't know how it hits me so hard after like the film. I've seen it like only twice, but the shoe scene, you know, what I'm talking about, and you just instantly feel feel bad. Yeah, dude, it's so it's so sad too because like it was it's such a happy scene, and it's just like depression. Right. It wasn't like, a depression. It was like oh. they punched you in the face, like with sadness. I was like, this is messed up, man. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he's set to direct and co-write an upcoming live-action Star Wars film. All right, well, that is exciting. I'm so excited because that's like I love I, I love movies like Star Wars movies that aren't like or Star Wars properties that aren't just around like the Skywalker stuff. I'm so done with that. I'm so done with that. I'm like, they just they ruined Ray. They ruined that whole. They ruined Finn. Thing. They ruined Finn. They ru- well, even like Finn had no character development past the first one. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, well, they just they just ran a whole trilogy, and so I or the new trilogy. And uh, so I just, and that's why I'm so excited about the Mandalorian is because they're expanding the universe. Yeah, I love, love the expansion stuff. Yeah, that's why I'm like, they're bringing in the cartoon stuff to like live action. I'm like, yes, do it, do it more, do it. And it's not even like, it's not even like they're shoving it down your throat. Like, oh, if you haven't seen the cartoons, you're not gonna know what's going right, on. No, well, I like, haven't seen the cartoons. Like, they're there for the people that actually like yeah, care, but they're exactly. there to like help progress the story. They're not mm-hmm. just there to be like, hey, here's a Selka. And you might have, yeah, exactly. She's now the main character. Like, <laughs> she's like, it adds, she's there and she leaves. It adds like uh, flavor to it if you know, like kind of like if you watch like Avengers, uh, like the first Avengers, you don't necessarily need to know all the. Yeah, you don't need to watch Thor. It just adds to it. Just, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, uh, God, what kind of thing? It's like WandaVision with like Doctor Strange. Like, I don't think you're gonna even watch WandaVision know what's going on Doctor Strange. I don't think so. No, because because like. No, you don't. How many people that watch live action movies, like the big movies, are going to be the ones watching the show? Not, I mean, there's going to be less percentage for sure. Because, like, like, a lot less. Percentage. I know for me, because this, this is just how I am, I don't watch a lot of TV shows. I find, like, the whole drawn out thing, just like, just give me what I want. <laughs> right. But I'm also like, with Wanted, with the Marvel shows, they gave each episode a million dollar budget. Episode. They're all hour long. So essentially, it's a six hour long movie with a six million dollar budget. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Exactly. Actually, it might be more than a million. I think it's way more than a million. It's quite. A I think it's like ten million. They give a lot of money. Um, and that's one of the things I've liked about this, these newer these newer films, or, or not, not films, but the series is, is that they just put the production budgets for it, um, which make them like more interesting, like kind of like a Mandalorian. Oh yeah, dude, hundred percent. Yeah, the budget for one division alone was one hundred and fifty million. So basically, it's uh, a movie. A movie, yeah. I mean, <laughs> over the span of six episodes, but. And out, so you basically get a six-hour-long movie. Yeah, and that's great, and I love that. And I, you know, I'm okay with the whole like waiting a week for episodes because I'm like, give me time to digest. And then, well, let me just like binge but, and shit. But let me let me digest. Let me get hyped for the next exactly. episode. Let me feel that. Let me feel that, <laughs> that excitement. Exactly. So that's like that's what I am with the Mandalorian. Every Friday, I'm like, yeah. But then my wife's like, I gotta go to work, and I'm like, no, nah, I gotta wait till Monday now. <laughs> but that's what I think a lot of a lot of movie fans like forget is that in our circles, sure, everybody goes, everybody watches these series. But, you know, there's a lot of people that don't. Like, a, a large majority of the movie-going population doesn't actually watch some of these shows. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe like, WandaVision and Mandalorian, they'll, they'll jump on because, you know, those are big, high-budget things. Do you hear how many people dropped Disney Plus once the Mandalorian season one was over? Yeah, I would have. It went down, down like, 40%. For, <laughs> I would have dropped One them. month, just, like, everyone's gone because everyone's like, yeah, Mandalorian's over. I'll be back when something else is back. That's true. I mean, because, I mean, I already have all the other movies I want to watch anyways. So Yeah, it's like, uh, I, I feel that, but I think uh, with WandaVision showing up in January, there's three episodes left. Sure. So, oh, yeah, you're going to have, like, a two-week period where there's nothing that I want to watch. And I'm like, I'm good with that. I'm all right with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give me more. More. Well, we can talk about Star Wars and Marvel and all day. Nerdy all show day. all day. So, I want the whole show on that. I'm really excited about this one, though, because I uh, haven't seen this since I was a kid. Yes, so we'll have our thoughts on the various content we watched throughout the week spiraling into the filmverse. Let's move on to our filmverse feature. Each week before our podcast, we watch a film that the other person wants to share. Last week, um, since we are in the holiday season, I chose Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay. Bryce, what did you think? I laughed throughout the entire thing. I didn't realize how like 
This movie has a lot of like innuendos. It like does that. so much. That's why I, my, I think my dad we watched it every year because he thought it was funny. We, we, I've watched this movie like ever since it came out. So basically every year since I was a kid. Yeah, I was uh, I was having a lot of fun with this. I think uh, I think Jim Carrey was obviously the star of the show. He his his I mean, without, is like the best. Yeah, without Jim Carrey, this movie does not work. No, it wouldn't because it'd be like all right, whatever. It's just a dumb movie about the Grinch. He's like his like uh, facial expressions, his with the way he moves, it's just yep. so fucking fun to watch. Exactly. He's like over exaggerating his arms. He's like, Oh look at me, arms in the air and it's like <laughs> Yeah, this works. I don't know why it works, but it works. <laughs> and Google itself is so fucking strange to look at. It is. It's like the buildings are all like plasticky and I'm like, I don't really like that, but I'm like, it fits like it just fits the movie. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I know this is not a movie that a lot of people don't like. Like, first, I don't know why for life me because like, I mean, I, uh, I mean, I guess I get it. Like, it's it's very campy and, and kind of people, dumb and silly. People are cinephiles. They they want good content, Mitchell. They don't want to have a fun time. They want to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but to me, it's just like I don't know. It's just like the a class. I said classic for me, not just like classic film, but it's this just is, classic. This is, you know, this is trending on Netflix. I mean, it's, it's, it's Christmas. Number, yeah, it's number eight on Netflix right now. Yeah, it's Christmas, so I mean, of course it is. You know, the, the Grinch is something every year. I mean, I, it's weird because a lot of people love to hate on this film, but but I they think, still watch it. They're I like, 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 it sucks, it. but we're gonna watch it anyway. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over there like I haven't seen this since I was like four years old. I'm laughing my ass off through the entire thing. I, I legit, I did. I, it was so bad. Like I was laughing at everything, and I hate humor, so I was just like, I don't know. It's just funny. Well, like, yeah, it's one of those things. Is like Jim Carrey is just hilarious so yeah his, he's just fucking the way he talks and shit he's like he's looking at mary lou and he's like yeah go the fuck away i don't like you go and she's like hi he's like, it's like no me <laughs> I, I love the whole jury duty jury duty jury letter. Oh, what is it? He's like, like, like hey, 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 don't wait. No, entirely. I hate you! <laughs> <laughs> and then his backstory is so sad. Marsh! He's like, you, you're eight years old with a beard. Shaves. Oh my god, he's so hideous. I'm like, you told him to do this. this I know. <laughs> like, you're the cause of this, you fucking jackass. <laughs> yeah, I love we were talking about, okay, so it's, it's called the How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but he doesn't steal Christmas. He steals everything. He burglarizes he stole everybody. everybody. <laughs> he stole the ring. He stole their food. He wasn't even like, <laughs> he just straight up was like, y'all getting get shit this year. He's like, you ain't even gonna get it. Fucking ham. Nothing. Oh, you think you have a couch? It's mine now. It's Christmas colors. Mine. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I was sitting next to you and I was like, dude, he's not stealing Christmas. He's just stealing everything. He's burglarizing these motherfuckers. Oh, I love this. Like, he, he, he asked for a taxi and it, it went by and he's like, what's become green? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> I, just love, I just love how he's like, oh, I feel. I gotta get the sled. And then Mary Lou's like, hi. And he's like, fuck. And he's like, why are you up there? Because <laughs> like, he feels for her now. He's like, fuck, I like you. Shit. <laughs> What would I want? <laughs> He's like, gotcha. I'm not going. I'm not going. Not this time. Okay, I'm going. Seven o'clock? Did it myself. I can't cancel that again. Also, you know they knew what they were doing when they gave him that razor. You know. Yeah. Like, Here's your present. Oh, well, He's no, like, of course he did. He was having such a fun time before that, too. Yeah. He was like, he was into it. He was like, yeah, look at me, start the show. You lost. <laughs> but I love it. He gave a speech. His, his little speech was like, this is what all you guys, all you care about is present. All you guys care about is present. Yeah, dude, I love it. I just, it's so weird to think about that Jim Carrey, too, because it doesn't, like, it's just, you look at that face, you're like, it doesn't sound like Jim Carrey. No way. Right, exactly. Exactly. I was really, I was really impressed with it, though. I was, I was really happy with it. I was laughing the entire thing. I don't even like Christmas, so I was like, yeah, I love this. This is so funny. Oh, it's beautiful. And Cindy Lou is so cute, even though she's naked and does yeah, heavy now, metal. Yeah, now she wears tape on her nipples. And does heavy metal. It's, you ever see, oh, my God. I, I was about to say, have you ever seen any videos of her live? No, dude. She's straight up. She's, like, she's topless with, like, fucking, like, a thong on on stage with, like, her nipples with tape on it. And she's just up there just, like, singing. And I'm like, Talk about Mary me. Lou? <laughs> no, Cindy Lou. Mary Lou's, Mary Cindy Lou who? You're like... My child is literally ruined now. Dude, it's so weird. And the only thing I was like, 
her being asked, like, so what got you into singing? She's like, I was in that Grinch movie. No, no, you inspired me. You were hilarious is she's like, she made a Grinch song. The Grinch took my virginity. <laughs> oh, please, no. I just thought, like, uh, she could get famous on that. But she probably does. I don't care. She probably, she probably doesn't even think about this movie. She's, she's, she's like, whatever, I don't get it. <laughs> she probably, she's probably gotten so much hate because everyone's like, Cindy Lou, and she's like, oh my god, please, like, god, god damn it, not again. Why are you fucking eight years old? She's like, like oh. I was like, how, how do you even know? Like, I don't look like that anymore. I, I literally took off my clothes. Like, that's what you tell me? That's what you think? That's what you think about. I took off my clothes, and I, actually, I am naked in front of you, and I'm be like, it's Cindy Lou. <laughs> Cindy Lou, no, shut the fuck up. Get the the pretty reckless. Fuck. This is what I want to be known for. It's like, no, you're, you're Cindy Lou. She's like, god damn it. <laughs> Jim Carrey, what the fuck? I was seven years old! Jim Carrey, what the fuck are they doing? He's like, yeah, I know. Well, I, I don't know. They, they want that. It's like, listen, man, they think I'm fucking nuts now. Like, I'm trying to be like <laughs> fucking Eggman over here, and they're like, oh, look, it's Ace Ventura. Like, I haven't done that. Right, exactly. Yet. I was like, they still want to do Ace Ventura stuff. I'm like, god damn it. I was like, they asked me for Dumb and Dumber 3. Like, no. They're like, he's, like, they want me to do the mask again. I already said no to that. <laughs> okay, but I would love to see him in the mask before. We have a mask sequel. Well, that was my film verse feature for this week. We get into the Christmas spirit, but I'm guessing yours is going to be slightly different. So, what oh, did yes. you what did you pick for me to or for us to watch next week? I've never seen this. I don't know if you've seen this. I picked Whiplash. Oh, was that with uh, Chris Hemsworth? No. What's the one? Oh, wait. Oh no, this it's came out. This came out the same year. God, what's his name? He plays. Uh, I'm pretty sure this came out the same year as Jameson. Oh, come on, man. Why do I know his name? I don't know his name either. It's bothering me because I have his face in my head. I have the scene where he's like yelling at the guy playing the drums. He's like, that's not good. Give me pictures of Spider-Man. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. J.K. Simmons. Yes. I I know this movie is supposed to be like so good. It was not ready for Best Picture or a bunch of other shit. The 2014 and it has oh, Miles Teller, which is like he's a good actor. Um, that's what I know. Oh, Melissa Benoist. The, that's the chick that is the superhero, uh, Supergirl. In oh, see, I didn't know movie. that. I literally, I've only seen one scene from this movie, and it's like, he's playing the drums, and like, the guy's like, you're not on my tempo. Yeah, stay on see, my tempo. I don't know why I get stay to... on my tempo. And then like, he starts yelling, and he's like, why the fuck aren't you on my goddamn tempo? <laughs> I keep getting this movie mixed up with Whiplash, and I don't know why. You think that Part of the, scene. the minute you join the MCU, you just all you do is now is movies with other people in the MCU. Probably. Yeah. Like Tom Holland's like, hey man, I really want to do Uncharted. They're like, well, you have to have someone else in there with you. You can't do it by yourself. <laughs> yeah, get Mark Wahlberg. Wait, no, he's not a problem. Yes, he is. What movie is he in? Is he? My no. person? Mark Wahlberg's not. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's Ted dude. Yeah, but wasn't he in like, Ragnarok? No. No, that was. Wait, who? was that, that wasn't. Was that Brad Pitt? For who? What was character? Well, he didn't play an actual character. He played a cameo. I don't know who it is, though. I know he, what I cameo? Know, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't remember. He plays, like, one of them plays Odin. Like, he's either Brad Pitt or Mark Wahlberg. I think it's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, you mean, like, the fake Odin? Yeah. Oh, maybe. I don't know. You're like, that doesn't count, Bryce. <laughs> oh, no, this is a movie I get mixed up. Rush with, um, I get this movie mixed up with, uh, Whiplash. I don't know why. Because it came around at the same time. I'm like trying to, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out now. I'm like, come on, I know it's here somewhere. No, Matt Damon. Oh, uh, okay. It's close. They all look the same. Yeah, you, 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 you can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they're all sort of like white, white. They're all white guys. White box faces. Fucking weird ass hair and shit. I mean, yeah. they all look the same. Fuck it. I'm sure Mark Warburg's. No, but actually, I'm, I'm pretty excited about that, and that's, that that sounds cool. Yeah, it was not my best picture. Sweet. Which, ironically, it lost 12 Years of Slave. Oh, hey, look at that. We, we, watch, <laughs> we can watch that, and then we'll watch 12 Years of Slave, and, and watch that, and we can actually kind of do a little comparison. I know, I'm kind of excited, because I was like, I was doing, like, random thing. I was like, oh, I gotta find a movie, because I had, had one, so we were watching right. The Grinch, and I was like, I gotta find something. So I was doing random, and it's like Whiplash. I was like, yeah, I want to watch Whiplash. I did with Whiplash. Let's do it. I'm trying to figure out if he's, if, like, <laughs> hey, I don't think he has been in there, because I would have I would have remembered that. Cause I don't like Mark Mark Wahlberg, so whatever that was, <laughs> I, don't, I, would, I don't I like him. That's lame. I thought he was. I don't like him, but except for in Tet, which is dumb. But <laughs> you don't like him in Transformers? No, I hated that movie. <sighs> Me too. It's okay. I love Transformers, the first Transformers, but after that, it's trash. I don't even like those. I liked him in that 
But you, 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 you don't like the first first Transformers movie? I really haven't seen them. Okay. I like him in Max Payne, but I'm biased about that. You haven't seen that, so. It's based on the video game, and I'm biased. Like I said, Max Payne. I mean, come on, man. You, you, you ever seen Max Payne? Like, heard of Max Payne? No. Oh, my I God. Mean, I mean, in passing, but I mean, I, I recommend... Look how it's spelled. P-A-Y-N-E, yeah. That's why I'm biased. I'm like, I feel attached. <laughs> no, I, I recognize the IP, but I just don't, like, know what it's about. I, I used to watch the movie all the time as a kid, just because I was like, hey! <laughs> this is my last name. <laughs> Well, speaking of your last name, thank you guys for joining us as we talk movie news, share your thoughts on the season two, episode five of Mandalorian. Plunge deep into the film verse, onto the waterfront, Spartacus, waiting, the Holly Greenstall Christmas, and Mulan. And much more. And much, much more. <laughs> New episodes come out every Friday, so be sure to follow us and turn on notifications to get updates every time we post. You uh, to stay up to date with our outside the cast adventures, follow us on Instagram at into the filmverse podcast. And if you want to follow our personal endeavors, you can find you can find me on Letterbox at Paid Reviews, P A Y N D Reviews. I post a lot of like Criterion shit right now. Yeah. And then you can also find me on Instagram at Sanguine Director S A N G U I N E. Change that because it's so fucking long. <laughs> and on Twitter at Sanguine Films. And you can find me Mitchell Chandler uh, on Facebook and Instagram at Author Mitchell Chandler. On Twitter at Mitchell Chandler and on Letterboxd at Mitch Reviews. It's how simple yours is compared to mine. Mitch is full of M Y T C H. Yeah, I know. You're like Mitch, Mitch, and Mitch. I'm like Payne Sanguine. <laughs> no, nah, it's sort of like a branding thing that I did for my. I'm gonna have to do some branding because I'm like I I want like my like I have my I want to do like an indie film studio called Sanguine Films. Right, right. Because like Sanguine is another synonym for buddy. And I was like I want to do horror oh, films, and it fits. And it's like now I'm using it for this, and I'm like. Hmm, that really, doesn't fit. It's really long and like hard to spell. So, <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us, and until next time, Excelsior! 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 Or no.